So we're going to continue with more alahot of otzah, of carrying uh, against Allah, huh? one of the malachas. So we are still in page 5b. We are in the last, uh, in the English, but in the Hebrew, the last five lines. Tanu Rabbanan, the Gemara quotes Abraisa. Amotzi mechanus, if somebody carries from a store, le flatia. So, platia, if you recognize the word, sounds like English, plaza. Actually, later on in one of the footnotes, they said this is a Greek word. And the, the English, even in the Spanish, plaza, came very similar to this. So, plaza is a public place, that a big street or a big square that people would do like a marketplace. So the Gemara in Davav is going to bring a Braisa explaining because many people gather over there, it definitely is considered Resha Sarabim. The Hanus, the store, is considered Resha Sayachim. So this is Mamish Otsa from the Torah, taken from private domain to public domain. But over here is Derech Setav. Setav were some benches that were in front of the stores where the salesmen would sit down and show and sell the product. So those benches, even though they were on the street, because people couldn't walk through them, is not a Rishos Arabian. So it's, it's considered like a um, Carmelis. Okay? So according, Carmelis or Macomptur? Does they say over there? No, I just forgot. Carmelis, it's a Carmelis. Okay, so according to the Chochamim, even though he went through these Carmelis, as long as the person didn't rest on his way while, while he was going through these benches, and they did like a direct flight, a direct walk from the store into the Reshus Arabim, and then he places down the object, then it's a tzah, even though he went through a Carmelis. But Benazai Peter, Benaza, Benaza say no, he's exempt. And the government is going to explain right away why. Says the Gemara, Bishlama Benaza, we understand his opinion. He holds that a person walking, every, every time you make a step, you stop. So if it took you 10 steps to go from this store to the plaza, so every step you did. Anaha and Akira. Anaha and Akira. So what, what you ended up doing is taking from the store to the Carmelis, which is the bench, and then from the bench, few steps still into the bench, Carmelis, 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 and finally the Carmelis to Reshus Arabim. So you never went straight from Reshus Ayoche to Reshus Arabim, therefore you are exempt. El Arabanan. But according to Chachamim, Okay, they don't hold that principle that every time you, you stop, well, as you're walking, every time you stop, is considered a new anachan, a new akira. Nevertheless, where do we find in the desert, which is in the Mishkan, such a similar case that you went from Reshus Ayahid via Akarmelis, 
even though, even though the Uraisa is not considered, but uh, another complete Reshus Arabim, and then you went into Reshus Arabim. So Amarav Sabra, Amarav Yamaravi Yochanan, Midi Diaba, this is similar, Hamavir Hefetz, Bereshus Arabim. Somebody bringing an object more than four amos, somebody carrying more than four amos in a public domain that we said is Hayaf. Awesome. How can you compare these two cases? Lab, Avalgab, the Kama, the Nakitle, the Azil, Patur, over there, let's see, he walked eight amos. So, already after he passed the first four amos, the extra four amos, as long as he doesn't stop, he's still exempt. And only when he finally stops, he's going to be higher. So you see there's a situation that you can still be walking, being exempt, and only when you stop, you're going to be liable. So the same thing over here, even though you went through a Carmelis, finally when you bring it to Rosh Sarabim, you should be liable. The Gemara asks a question on this explanation. Midami, how can you compare it? Asam de manachle No, over there, even though as long as he's walking, he's exempt, but in any, as, as, soon, as soon as he stops and puts it down, he's going to be liable. But over here, avalacha imanachle stav But if over here he would place the load on one of these benches, he's going to be exempt. So you cannot compare the both cases. Rather, Gemara is going to change a little bit the scenario of the comparison. Ela midi diaba amavir chevet mitchilas arba lesov arba. Okay, so let's bring the example of somebody that's bringing an object. He carried exactly four amos from beginning to end. Lava vagavdi manachle betuch arba amos patur. Isn't it the case that even over there he's walking? He lift, lifted up something, and he's walking for Amos. Let's say he stops and puts it down after two Amos. He will be exempt. He hasn't walked the four Amos. So you see, even though he's walking through an exempt area, only when he reaches the full four Amos and places it down, he's going to be Hayaf. So the same thing over here. So again, is an example that is this a situa situation that you can be walking through an area that you are exempt, and all of a sudden you, you reach a place where you are high up, you're high up. It's the same thing over here. Says the Gemara again, me, dami, how can you compare, compare that? Okay, you're right. Regarding that specific person carrying from beginning to end of four Amos is an exempt area. Nevertheless, for somebody else, for everybody else, it's not an exempt area. If somebody has been walking and he's at the end of his four amos are in between this guy's four amos and he places it down, he's going to be high up. So when you look at the place, this is not an exempt place. It's because the person hasn't fulfilled the carrying of the four amos. But the place in itself is a makum chiyuv, is a place of liability. But in the case of somebody we saw in the Bryce taking out of the store through the benches, the benches themselves are a place of exemption. So you cannot compare both, both cases. Even if he doesn't rest. 
through the curve lift. That still nullifies those armor steps through the uh, benches area. Not only even though, it's precisely, <laughs> if you would be walking, it's even less than a, a situation of the liable. So there would be two, two reasons to be exempt. He hasn't stopped, but even if he stops, it's going to be a Macomb tour. It's going to be a place where he's not here. But the staff, the benches, for everybody is an exempt area. Ella, rather, we have to come to a different comparison. Ella, midi diaba, a moitzi mereshus, a yochil mereshus arabim, derech tzidei mereshus arabim. So there's something considered the sides of the public domain. We're going to see soon a machloikes between Chochamim and Rabeliezer, even though Orgimora says Rabeliezer ben Yaakov, they erase it. The word ben Yaakov is really Rabeliezer. So what happened? Rashi brings the example. You had a house, and the wall, the, out, the outer wall, the fence, the wall, fell down. And now there's no wall. So people could, could walk in that little area where the wall stood. That is considered Tzide Rejus Arabim, side of the public domain, because it used to belong part of a wall of a house, but now there's no more wall, but it's not a proper street. So people don't really walk over there. It's not the street. People don't drive over there. So it's a machloikes. So according to Chachamim, that is not considered Reshus Arabim. So you can compare that. So says the Gemara, Midi de Abba, we can compare it to what it brings out from a Reshus Ayachit, from the house, to the public domain Reshus Arabim. There actually they are Reshus Arabim by going through that wall that fell down that is considered side of the Reshus Arabim, that according to Chochomim is not Reshus Arabim. And, and nevertheless, he's obligated, he's liable. So again, compare it. Somebody that brought from a house, passing through the Tzidei Reshus Arabim, the side of the public domain, which is this wall that fell down, and finally place it down in the public domain, and he's liable. So we can compare it to this case, taking out of the store, via the benches, to the public domain. Over there, if we would place the object in that side in the, with the wall that fell down, which is the sides of the public domain, could be exempt. But if he continue, continues walking and places the object in the public domain, he's going to be liable. It's the very same thing than in our case. Rav Pope is going to attack this scenario. Okay, your answer applies to the Chochomim that they say that that area is exempt. That they say that sites of the public domain is not allegedly like the public domain. But according to Rabbi Eliezer's opinion, according to Rabbi Eliezer, it's still Reshus Arabim. Why? Because when there's many people, they walk into that part. If there's a multitude, if there's traffic, people go into there. So it's considered a public domain, Michael and Meymar. So that's not a good example. Says like this. Okay, tell me, you heard the opinion of Eliezer, the Amar Tzidei Reshus Arabim, Kedeshus Arabim, Dami, 
that he compares that sites of public domain to a proper public domain, Eja de Leica Hipufei. When there's no ob obstructions like pegs, they would to play, Rashid explains, they would to place some pegs dividing the private domain, the walls, and the public domain to protect the walls. Nowadays, example would be the pavement, sidewalks, that they are level of a protection towards the house. So says uh, over here, Rabaja, Rabika. So when there's no pegs, which is obstructions, Hipufe is obstructions, he considers it part of the Reshus Arabim. But if cities or towns or neighborhoods, when they have those obstructions, those pegs dividing between the public and the walls and the private domains, Mishmasle, have you heard that he also would consider the Tzide Reshus Arabim a public domain? Have you heard that? Obviously not. So therefore, even according to Rabbi Eliezer, in such a situation, you have private domain, Tzid Reshus Arabim, Reshus Arabim, and nevertheless, he's liable. So you can compare that to the previous case of the Hanut, of the store. And just to end up this topic, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Umode Rabbi Benazai, and Benazai agrees the Zoyrek, that even if so, that when somebody throws like if the person is walking from the Hanut, from the store to the plaza, Benazek he said he's going to be ex ex exempt. But if he throws something from the Hanut to the plaza and goes flying through the, <laughs> through the benches and dance in the plaza, Benazek will agree, oh, over there, you're yes liable. Because only when you're walking, Every step you do is like a, a naha, an akira, an anaha. But throwing like a frisbee, the object went straight from Rosh Sayyid to Rosh Sarabim, he agrees he's, he's going to be liable. And Tanina Miyahi, the Brahista teaching the very same principle, and Moitsi Mihanus de Platia. If somebody takes out from a store to the plaza, Derek Stav, through the benches, Hayav, this is Chachamim, he's going to be liable. Echada Moitsi, whether he took it out, whether he brought it from the plaza into the, in the store, and it's the same applies if he throws it, or he hands, hands down the object. Benazai disagrees with the first two, walking, taking out or bringing it, you'll be exempt, but if you hand it, to somebody, the object from the store to the plaza, vice versa, was direct, or you threw it, you're going to be liable. So look over there in the footnotes in the name of Rabbi Kiva Eger. So why do we need uh, this Rabbi Yochanan to teach us this? To let us know what is the reason of Benazai exemption, that it was because every time you walk, you are you are stopping and continuing. But he, in a principle, he agrees that even though something is going via Ptur uh, Makom, nevertheless, if he goes in direct flight from one ratios, one domain to another domain, he agrees in the principle that you're going to be liable. So that's why we need Rabbi Yochanan to teach us this Allah.
Chachamim don't hold by Ben Azay. They don't hold by the stop one. Each step is a rest. Yeah, Chachamim don't hold by that. Don't hold by that. Okay. Right. Okay. Any questions? Okay. <laughs> so let's continue. See, I, I, thought I cannot handle so many questions. Okay. <laughs> now, the Gemara is going to quote a Braisa. It's going to be a very long Braisa. It's going to go until almost the end of the page, or the side of the page. And then the Gemara is going to explain it. So let's try to read it and to be exp just translating, and then we're going to go into the explanation of the topics of the Braisa. Tan Ravanan is been taught in the Braisa. Dalet Reshuyos Le Shabes. Allahically, there are four different domains regarding Ilho Shabes. If you look in the footnotes, three of them are Torah based, and one of them is only rabbinically. So we're going to explain this. First of all, first of all, Reshus private domain. The Gemara is going to, the price is going to bring examples, they're going to clarify all of them with more detail. Then, Bereshus Arabi, a public domain, the Carmelis. Carmelis is the one that is rabbinical. Look in the footnotes over there, there are three names. What does it mean, Carmelis? Okay? They bring Rashi, they bring Tesos, and they bring Rambam. So, let me tell you. Over here. This one says a forest. Yes. Which which one is that? It's like halfway through thirteen. Start um start talking forest and a great forest. Rashi's bringing a bunch of stuff. Okay. So see, so 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 yeah. So Rashi Rashi brings from a Pasuk and is is from the word Yar, which means like a forest. So a forest is not a place that many people go in, so therefore it's not considered a righteous Arabian. From the other hand, it's not a private place. So Rashi gets the word Carmelis from there. Then uh, Toisvos, sitting at Yerushalmi, is from the word Carmel. Carmel is, is a word in the, in the Torah, which is ripe grain, but it's, it's in between. It's not too unripe and not too much dry. So it's like the middle path. So the same thing says to Isos, Carmelis is neither a public domain nor a private domain. And Rambam says the word Carmelis is Carmelis. So Armela is, uh, might be Aramaic, is the same word of Almana. What is Almana? Almana is a widow. So, Carmela, Carmelis is Carmela, like a widow. Why? Because a widow is a lady, nicht here, nicht there. She's neither a virgin, she's not a married woman. She's also like in between state. So, Carmelis is a connotation of that same status of a place. It's not here, it's not there. It's not Rosh Hashanah, it's not Rosh Hashanah. And the fourth one is a Makom Ptur. We spoke about it also, a, a exempt place higher than 10 Fahim. Remember? Okay. Now the Bryce is going to clarify all these different places. Ezra Shusara, Ayorhid, let's start with the public, with the private domain. Choritz, Shehu, Amok, Yud, Berochav, Dalet, a ditch, a pit, 
that is deep enough 10 tfachim, which is about a meter, and wide enough 4 tfachim, 40 centimeters. If you have any ditch that is 10 deep and 4 by 4 wide, it's already ratio It's the same way as a bore. Yes, way? yes. It's just the form. Bore is like round, ditch is like, uh, like square. Now, um, obviously, Reshus Yahid is a house. This, the price doesn't need to tell you. Something that's obviously private is obviously Reshus Yahid. The price is telling us things that are a little bit of a chidush. Mm. That the, the fact that has walls towards the ground, towards the earth, those are considered proper walls, and therefore it's considered a private domain. The hen. Gader, also a fence, which is a wall. Shugavoa Sara, you have a brick wall, doesn't have to be brick, but it's, it's the most common, 10 Tfahim tall. Almost like, you know, out here of a Shatuera, those things, those, how you call those, those things, the block, barriers. Ba barriers. If they would be a meter tall, maybe they're less than a meter. But a barrier like that, if it's one meter tall, and 40 centimeters wide is the same thing, is considered its own domain. This is a complete um, private domain. The Gemara is going to explain soon what we need in these words. Now, what is a public domain? Again, he's telling us kind of Hidush. Seratia, Seratia. Seratia is a highway. Rashi says that connects from city to city. So the N1, the N3 would be Asratia. Platia, we just saw it at the beginning today, plaza. So over there, because many people gather in. So in a, in a Platia, there's often a Carmelis in the, in the plaza, part of it, often bench area. Yeah, more, more because of the plaza, because of the stores, yeah. Platia Gdola has to be a big plaza. Mavoi is like a corridor, which in our cities nowadays would be a street. And has to be, mefolashin means that it has open from both sides, not like a, uh, when you call it, when it has a, no, um, a street that you cannot keep on going, let's call it a street that has an end, end street. It's not. There's no cul de sac. Cul de sac, yeah. Like it's got a. How you call it? A cul de sac. I don't know. I think it's called a cul de sac. It's French. Cul de sac. 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 Has to be people uh, pass by 600,000 people a day, like in the desert. We're going to see some also that concept. So it cannot be just any street. And also has to be wide 16 ama, which is 8 meters. So pr probably Louis Bota, I don't know if 600,000 people go through Louis Bota every day and has 8 meter wide. Huh? Probably it does. So that would be Mama Sheresho Salabim. The least, 
cars? Oh, wow. It's hectic. Yes. And, and with those, all those taxes, you have at least 10 people per taxi. And does it have to be on Shabbos or any day? Any day. You're right. But it's any day, any day. It's considered a proper uh, public domain. Okay. The, the, um, um, is that the Mef dead end? No, no, the is that it doesn't have an end. So which one is the dead end? That is, uh, no, 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 no we're not, be, be, we're going to get soon. This, this is a religious uh, rabbin, has to be mefolash. Mefolash means open. Has to be open. Okay. Zeu religious rabbin gmura. And this is a complete public domain. Now, now that the price are defined, the private and the public, so he's going to tell us the halacha. En motzim mereshos oyochid zu lereshos arabim zu. So therefore, he's forbidden to bring out from any of these private domains to to any of these public domains, and vice versa. Ven magnisim mereshos arabim lereshos oyochid zu. And you don't bring in from one of these public domains to any of these private domains. Now, vim oitzi ichnis. And if a person did it, so b'shoigeg. If he did it inadvertently, he did it by mistake, chayav chatas. He has to bring a, sacrif a sacrifice, an offering called the sin offering. The mazid, and if he did it on purpose, onoshkores veniskal. So if there was no witnesses, or there was no warning, and the basin cannot kill the person, minashamayim, he's going to have kares. Hashem is going to lull in a cord of his soul. But if there were witnesses that they warned him and he did nevertheless, he's going to be stoned. We have this in the Chumash, the Mekoshu Sheitzim. A person, there's three opinions in the Gemara, in this Gemara and Shabbos later on, way, way later on, this person in the wilderness, he was either chopping wood or he was gathering wood. What was he doing? And the Torah says, Chumash, Mamesh, that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to stone him to death. He's not really stoning like this. You bring into a high building and you push him down and he falls down. Does the Torah allow the case that he's deliberate to do tshuva and not get stoned if he's two no. witnesses? We can't no. get out of it. Okay. Once he transgresses it, there's no way out. There's no way out. Now, he, he should do tshuva, says the Mishnah in, in Sanhedrin, to go to Olamaba. That is. But Olamaze, Gendik, he's gone. Okay. Now, so after the Brass introduced the two main Rashuyos and their liabilities, now introduces the Carmelis. Aval Yam, the sea or any lake, any body of water. Ubika, in modern Hebrew, Ubika is a valley, although here Russian explains to be open fields. Ve Istavionis, it's Tavionis. This is the stab that we saw <coughs> just at the beginning today. The benches, the, a row of benches in front of the stores. They are Carmelis. And a Carmelis in a Lolokerishus or Rabbi Milokerishus or Yachin. It's not this, it's not that. Now the Gemara is going to explain why first the Brysa brings three examples of things. 
and then it says they are Carmelis. If all the three of them are Carmelis, okay? So it's not a public, it's not a private. And therefore, Chachamim gave these places. It's not a Rosh because people, do you not have 600,000 people walking through them? Through, through a sea, or through uh, fields, or through the third one, these benches. But nevertheless, because they resemble a public area, so Chachamim rabbinically treated them like, like, like a public domain. What would the game reserve be? Huh? Game reserve, because it's, it's a Breshut Ayachik, because it's a fenced off area. But uh, it's a very big area. It's not a lot of people. It's a horror. It'll be a caramelist or a... Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it needs to have some, so, 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 some sort of size, but I'm not sure. But we'll, we'll get into that, Rashem. It's like Eruvim. <laughs> it's not Eruvim. Yeah. Yeah. Between, between this Gemara and Eruvim, hopefully we'll, we'll get to answer <laughs> so your I question. It's more of a relevant question. So people that go away for Shabbos, game reserve, right. moving between buildings. Right. Like no, I think I think actually, if it's too big, it's considered a Carmelis, yes. And you wouldn't be able to carry. So if you go from one, like if you're staying in like those little bungalows, yes, and you move from one bungalow to another. Bungalow you need to make. We need to make an arrow. You can't actually do that because it's carrying between. That's carrying between Bishusha, Yachid, and a Carmelis. You need an arrow. Actually, we're going to see so just now, a few, li few lines from down, a couple of lines, we're going to see that. Um, so, because it resembles Reshus Arabim, like here, this street, uh, James, George, is a Carmelis. So, if, if we wouldn't have an Eruv in South Africa, in Johannesburg, you wouldn't be able to carry from here out. Just the Rabonin, um, what's the word? Chayev, the Rabonin. No, no Chayev, is Asur. Forbidden, forbidden the Rabbanon, oh, yes. Okay. It's rabbinically forbidden. And uh, not only is forbidden to take from any rashes to the Carmelis and vice versa, but the Kahamin considered the Carmelis itself uh, similar to a public domain, that you are not allowed to, to, to carry something for Amos in the Carmelis. In Mexico, Mexico City, only two neighborhoods have Eruv. So most of Mexico City, you cannot carry. And then we have, we have famous uh, Jewish neighbors like Lanazel, Polanco, people over there, very from areas, people that cannot carry anything. So you cannot play football, so soccer, football in the street. Even though it's a Carmelite, you will be kicking the ball over for Amos, that would be forbidden the Ravana. Okay, so you see, don't go to Mexico City, stay in Johannesburg. <laughs> Omekalia. Okay, so says the Braisa, a person shouldn't carry or give away objects inside of the Carmelis. But if he did it, from the Torah, he's going to be exempt, only rabbinically. So, again, they called it like a domain on its own. And rabbinically, you cannot take out from the Carmelis to a public domain. You cannot bring from a public domain to a Carmelis. Also, you cannot bring in from a private domain to the Carmelis. And you cannot bring from the Carmelis to a, to a private domain. 
You might say they're patur. And again, and if you did it, you are exempt because it's only rabbinically. Now the brisa, we still this is a long brisa. Now it's going to speak about something that is not a Carmelist anymore. This is a Reshus Ayochid. But nevertheless, Chachamim extended a prohibition. So according to the Torah, on Shabbos, you can pass from Reshus Ayochid to Reshus Ayochid. Let's say there was no Eruv in here, in Sandringham. And uh, Shabbos, we had the Sium at Anthony Schneider, that his neighbor of mine. So according to the Torah, on Shabbos, I can hand from my house to his house. In, from my garden, they connect. So according to the Torah, I could hand or throw from my house to his house because it's Reshus Ayachit to Reshus Ayachit. Rabbinically, they, Chachami said, don't do it lest you come to do from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah unless you make an Eruv. So that's why we have an Eruv, but the, the, the Eruv helps. So this is the following halacha. Chatzerois, Shel Ravim. So you have, you know, like a complex? Ah, you, you? What's the name of your complex? Trun Village. Huh? Trun Village. Trun Village. Okay, so that is that the, the, um, the parking area is called the Hatzer, a courtyard, that all the houses are open towards there. So that thing is a Hatzer, Shel Rabim, that many people use that. Not like ours, which is a private house, but that is a, a courtyard that many houses use it. Umevos, oh, this is what you wanted to look at. Mevos and corridors, streets, She'einan mefolashin. Einan mefolashin is... That's what you call it. In French. Okay. Neden. So if you have a street, like next to your house, over there by the new Yeshiva Gdola, there's a street that goes in with a... How you call it? Yeah. A boom? What's the name of the street? Okay. So you have a dead end. So that is, that is this. Because it's a street with a dead end, and many houses are open to that, that street. No, it's not a Carmelist. It's a Reshus Ayochid, but it's been used by many people. Yeah. It's not a Carmelist. It's called either. Between the yes. And the yes. 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 So we don't know which one it is yet. No. So so no, no, so, so we know it's a reshus yachid. The the oraisa, according to the Torah law, that street with a dead end, or your complex, is considered reshus yachid from the Torah. But nevertheless, because it's going to be open to many private houses, and is owned by many people. So Chachamin, just like passing from pri private to private, said over here also, you cannot, uh, you cannot uh, transfer from house to house or from house to the courtyard without an Eruv. You have to make an Eruv. Eruv, you adjust and you, you symbolically make everything to be one house. How you make that into an Eruv? So each house has, has to contribute a piece of bread, no piece, yeah, like a, a portion of bread, and then they keep it in one house, 
So that is considered, if, uh, uh, logically, everything make beca became like one house. That's an Eruv. So that's the new Allah of this Brisa. So, Chatzel uh, Shel Rabim. So, uh, courtyards or complexes of multitudes. And streets that then opened, which means they have a dead end. So, Irbu, Idemer and Eruv, Mutarin. Then you can schlep from one house to another house, from one house to the courtyard. Lo Irbu Asurim. But if they didn't make an, er an Eruv, then you cannot bring from one to the other. Okay. Uh, the next halacha. Adam Amen Allah is Kufa. Now, this is Kufa, we had it yesterday. This is Kufa is a threshold. Is Kufa is a threshold. Yesterday, remember, uh, the Gemara brought a person who was reading a Megillah, sitting on this is Kufa, which is a threshold that is Makom uh, according to Rashi. This is exempt area because it doesn't have Fort Fahim. This is a step sticking out in front of the house less than Fort Fahim. So it's not wide enough to be considered Rashi's or Yahid. So the, therefore it's an exempt area. So somebody's standing over there. So Adam Omed Allah is Kufa. Somebody's standing on this threshold. So Noite Mivalabais, the Noise law. So he can receive from the householder. So if he's standing at the entrance of the house, because it's an exempt area, so this, uh, the householder can give him something. Let's say he's doing CSO over there. And now he wants to eat a piece of cake. So if, even if there's no Eruf, and even, even though he's already outside of the house, of the door of the house, because that threshold has less than four Tfahim by four Tfahim, therefore you can bring, you can take out from the house into the threshold. So the person in the house can give him a piece of cake or drink and he can eat or drink. And because this is also in between the house and the street, he's also permitted not tell me any loy. He can also take things from the poor person in the street or give back to the person, the poor person in the street. <coughs> this is in between. So he can, he can transfer from there to the house and he can, can transfer from there to the street. Uh, he, he himself can't go there, 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 he gives it to someone there and that someone goes. So we're going to see, you ca he cannot do, connect the three. We're going to see some why not. Uvilvad, <coughs> this is exactly the next word. Uvilvad, as long, but he, he cannot become the bridge to transfer from inside to the house to outside of the house. Now, even though from the Raisa, it wouldn't be a problem, from the Torah, that would be okay, because it, 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 the object stopped by him taking the object from inside and holding it and then passing it to the street, the object stopped in between. So the, according to the Torah, it went from Reshus Ayahi to Ptur, from Ptur to Reshus Arabin, went from private to exempt to public. But Rashi says, and look in the footnotes, why you shouldn't do it. First of all, because Mezazel Bisure Shabbos Lechatchila, 
because you are uh, des des I say is desecrating. A desecrating is it is like a mezazel, is like a zilzel, is like a desecration of, of Shabbos. And second of all, it might cause in a different situation people that didn't know why he was okay, they end up taking from directly from private to public. So it's two reasons why you shouldn't do it. Oh, sorry, it's not dis desecrating, that's, that's high, but it would be uh, disrespecting. Disrespectful? It's, it's, it's yes. not high, but it's disrespectful. Right. It's disrespect to Shabbos to do such a thing, and also it's offense for people not to come to do it when there's no in-between place. <coughs> because if people see <coughs> that you can do in this bridge of three people, they don't know the halacha. Huh? Say, well, I saw this guy handing something from the house to the public, so I can do it. He didn't know, no, there was a third guy in the middle, that he, that's why he was able to do it, so don't do it. So the, the, the threshold of the yes. step is two. Yes. <laughs> if it's less than four by four, fucking less than 40 centimeters by 40 centimeters. Okay. Now, Veim notal venosan, shloshtam pturim. But if he did it, if the three of them did it, the three of them are exempt because the, from the Torah they didn't transgress anything. Okay, now, there's another opinion regarding this situation of the threshold. Acherim omrim, we mentioned yesterday that many times the expression acherim others <coughs> is a reference to Rabbi Meir. Iskufa, again, this Iskufa is the same thing as Istavani, is the same word, I mean, is the same thing in English, it's a different word. This is Kufa Meshameshes Bezrashuyos. It can service two domains. Depends. Bisman Shapesach Pasuach. When the door of the house is open, Kelifnim is considered part of the house. Pesach Naul, but if the door of the house is locked, is closed, Kelachut. Now it's considered of the outside. Now, the, the Gemara is going to explain what he means, uh, Rabbi Meir, later on. But if this um, threshold was high, ten tfachim, and wide, four tfachim, this became a reshus oyachid. We just saw that a fence told ten and white four by four is a private domain. I think so they call this threshold in Afrikaans a stup. How come? A stup. Stup. In South Africa, I think so, eh? I think it's a bit too big. So now the Gemara is going to explain detail by detail this price. So Amar Mar, remember that expression? Sir said. Now he's referring to all the different uh, elements of the price. So so first the Brisa spoke about what is Reshus Ayahid and told us it was this ditch or this fence and then it said this is Reshus Ayahid. So the Kimor is asking Lemautimai when the Brisa said the words these examples, a ditch, a fence, is Reshus Ayahid, it gives a connotation they came to exclude something that you might have thought is also and therefore, we need to tell you, it's not. So the Gemara Lemaoti, what did it come to exclude? It says the Gemara Lemaoti had the Raviuda. It comes to exclude the following teaching of Raviuda, the Tanya. 
There's a brisa that says the following. Yes, Ralken, I'm a Rav Yuda. Not only that, even more than this, say Rav Yuda. So look in the footnote. The footnote brings that according to Rav Yuda, if you have in Reshus Aravim, like a tunnel, we spoke about it yesterday, like a tunnel, that in both of the sides has walls. Yeah, it has a roof and has two walls. So according to Rav Yuda, those two walls are considered, are limiting, and is therefore considered Reshu Sayyach. You have a street, you have an avenue, you have a, I don't know, a highway, it could be, no, for definitely could also be a highway because Chacham disagree with him. It's a highway, it's Mamisha Highway, you have the M1. You have the M1, according to Rav Yuda, because it has two walls to the side, in Reshu Sayyach. Under yes. The, you know, like when you drive on the highway, you get like the bridge. Yeah. And it's got like the exactly. pedestrian bridge. Exactly that. Under that bridge. Exactly. 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 Yes. Why? So look in the footnotes. Yesterday, yesterday we spoke about a concept called good asik. Remember, good asik when you uh, conceptually consider. The, bot, the, the walls coming down. Now, this is a similar concept, but this is called pi tikra yoired vesoisem. Pi tikra means you have the roof. Okay? Yored means symbolically, not symbolically, uh, conceptually, alagically, you project it down and encloses the area. So, according to the Biguda, not only you have physically two walls, Believing alagically, the bridge, the size of the bridge, conceptually come down and create alagically four walls. So according to Rav Yuda, that entire place is called a Reshus Ayachid. Okay? But, but now as you're saying that the, if there's just two walls, it's kind of closing like that. Yeah, you have, you have two walls, but you need the roof. Yeah, so there's no roof. No. Okay, so let's continue. So that was the beginning of that price. Okay, now, yes, can, but even more than that, Amar Abiyuda. Now, he continues with another example, but this is an extension of his philosophy, of his alachic way of thinking. Now, you have two walls. Mishe Yeshlo Shnei Batim, Beshnei you have two houses facing one another. You have in Louis Bota. You have one house in one side of Louis Bota and another house in the other side of Louis Bota. So according to Rabbi Uda, the entire Louis Bota is not considered of Arabim because you have houses. You have walls. So you have walls to each side, it's a ratio of Yahid. So from the Torah is Reshus Ayochid, is private, according to the Torah. But because it doesn't have a roof, and you don't have this principle of projecting an extra two walls to make it like four walls, he gives you an Eitzah, he gives you an uh, advice what to do. Say Rabbi Yuda, or say you can make Leu, say Lechi Mikan Velechi. Mikan, uh, sorry. Lehi is a side post. Post. 
So you take a beam and you, you, you place it erect and you drill it with some screws and you fix it to the wall of your house. So you make one here at the beginning of the wall of your house and one here at the end in the same house at the end of the wall of the house. So just like he holds that you can project the roof down, now you can project the beams forward. And conceptually, it's like a laser beam, goes zoom to the other side of Louis Botta and connects the wall of this house with the wall of your other house in the other side of Louis Botta and it's allegedly enclosed with four walls. Are you with me? Without any strings or wires huh? or no wires. Or no wires, no nothing. Now, this principle, everybody agrees that it works when you have, uh, it's called Mebos Shena Mefulashim, at dead end streets. Going back to the example of that street next to you where you live, if you have a street with that dead end, so because everybody agrees, Chachamim agree, when you have three walls, even if it's only at the end of the street, it's not a Rishos Arabim. It's not a public domain, the little street that has a dead end. But rabbinically, everybody would, uh, would, uh, would uh, um, require that at the end, with, 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 not, not, not with this dead end, but the other one, where it is open, you need to put either this lehi, which is again like a post standing, rabbinically, to give the impression that it's an enclosed area. So when you have three walls, everybody agrees that you put over there a lehi, and it helps. Again, lehi is a post standing. But over here, we're talking not at the end street, we're talking Louis Bota. Open from both sides, people traveling, 700,000 people. So according to the Viuda, it helps. You have one wall here, one wall here. Put one lehi here and one lehi over here, projecting allegedly walls. And in this, in, in, in this area, according to the Viuda, you can, you can carry. So they created a Yachida. Exactly. By using the yes, yes. So according to the Viuda, <coughs> what, what it makes it Reshos Ayachit from the Torah is the two walls. But even rabbinically, to make it rabbinically also okay, put the two posts, the two lehis, and then gives more of a knowledge that is private, and then you can carry. Or... Uh, have you made a promise for everyone? Huh? Is it a promise for everyone? It's yours. I mean, people can go buy it, but it really belongs to you. Because <laughs> oh, then you've got another Jew who's coming across because his house is there and there, and now you've made a private here. Like, now you're going to make him carry through from public to private. Ah. Ah, that's a very good point. You're going to end up causing somebody going... But no, you know what? According to Raviuda, it's not your lehi that makes it private. It's the two walls... According, according to Ravida, according to the Torah, it's private, it's not you. It's the, the, the two walls, one in front of the other, makes it private. For everybody. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a lacha. Rabbinically, your lehi helps you to carry. 
He's like an Eruv. Or Kora. So this is also, according to everybody, when it comes to that Mavoy, again, Mavoy means like a corridor, like a street with a dead end. A Kora is a beam that goes from one side to the other side of the wall. So you can, in two ways, rabbinically enclose it, either by post, vertical post, or by horizontal beams. But horizontal, you only need one, going from one wall to the other one. So, uh, I can't visualize a No, imagine a beam going from or, or horizontal beam. Yeah. Like a rail. No, the walls. You have the walls. The two houses. You have one house over here, one house over here. And you have a beam going from house to house. So is it like a beam going across the board to like one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. So then you don't need a, a lehi. You don't need a lehi. It's enough either two posts or one lehi or, or one kora. Okay. okay? So then, if you have that, okora mikan, vekora mikan, probably then you need two koras. Yeah, you need two koras. I was wondering on that. Yeah. A, a cross beam here and a cross beam there, here. has to be the height of this kora between 10 fahim and 20 amos, the, the, the tallest. So, so you need two koras. Yeah, because again, you need to, to have allergically four walls. So you can project downwards the kora to be blocking like a wall, but you need two korot, two beams, two cross beams. Okay. This is Rabiuda's opinion. Amruloi in the Brisa, Chachamin told him, "Ein meardim reshus aravim bekach." He said, "You want to make an eruv? You want to you want to adjust and make reshus aravim into reshus ayachid?" Louis Bota is a public street. It's a reshus aravim. It's a public domain. But you're Thank you. With your koras, or with your uh, lechis, you want to transform public domain into private, so Chachamin told Rabbi Yudah, no way. Okay? So, so that's why the price says, this is Rosh Hashayachid. That's why the price has said, a ditch, a fence, that is Reshus Ayachid. But not other stuff. What did they come to exclude? Rabbi Yudas Reshus Ayachid. Uh, is that okay? Okay. Just to clarify one more thing of this price, huh? <laughs> of the beginning of the price, says the Gemara, why the examples that the price quoted, the ditch and the fence, they call it. A complete, Gumura means complete, Reshus Ayachid. Because there was room for you to say, Kipli Giravan and Rabbi Yuda, 
in which situation or for what are Chacham in, in disagreement with Rabbi Yudah? The law of Ereshus Ayachid that according to Chacham it is not a private domain. And immediately there was him to say, Letiltul, to carry, to carry inside of it. Avalizroik moduleu, but maybe if you throw something into that place, Chachami would agree maybe to Rabiuda that that is the status of private domain? No, Kamash Malan. Therefore, they needed to tell us in this Raisa, Gemura. No. The Rabiuda's Reshus Ayachid is not at all a Reshus Ayachid. That's why the word Gemura complete in our Raisa comes to teach us. Only this are Reshus Ayachid. A ditch, a fence, are complete Reshus Ayachid. But Rabbi Yudas Reshus Ayachid is not at all Reshus Ayachid. And therefore, if you throw from outside to the inside, you wouldn't be liable from the Torah. They, they came to exclude Rabbi Yudas opinion. That if somebody throws from outside of that two houses with the lehi or with the beam, from outside to the inside, he won't be liable from the Torah because it's not a Rashus Ayachid from the Torah at all. Okay. So that's the Gemura. That brings the past Gemura. Say the word Gemura. Okay. Let's move on in the Braisa. Omar Mar said, Sir, the Braisa, the Rashus Arabim, that these examples was Rashus Arabim. Again, the Braisa listed what is Rashus Ayachid, what is the public domain, a highway, a plaza. Right? So s says the Gemara, then the Braisa the, the, the said, This is Rosh Sarabim. Asked Gemara, Lemauti Mai, why these examples added then the words, and this is it and not something else? Lemauti Mai, what does it come to, what did it come to exclude? And now it's a reverse, what it seems to be a reverse opinions. There's none, there's a Mishnah that says, Rabbi Yudha Yimer, Rabbi Yudha says, "If I saw their gracious Arabim mevsakasan, Yisrael cannot stand." So, look in the picture. In the footnote, where the footnote is footnote number seven, but look in the already the next page, six b two, the picture. So, over there, you have a, a a spring of water or a pit of of water that it was in the open in the open. So people that would do aliata regel on the way in the, uh, how you call it, pilgrimage? Pilgrims, the pilgrims. So when they would walk from Haifa, Tel Aviv, to Jerusalem on the way, sometimes would, they would stop on Shabbos and they would camp where there was a well of water. Now the problem is like this. This pit of water is deeper than 10 Tfahim and wider than 4, than four Tfahim. Wider than 40 by 40 and deeper than 10. So therefore, this is a ditch. It's a Rosh Hashanah. We just saw it, right? So to, to take water from there for them to drink outside or to give to the animals to drink, you'll be transferring from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So Chachamim instituted a way to allegically consider this part the same ratios. So if you put over here walls, 
And those walls, they are L-shaped posts. Yes. That they are uh, one ama to each side. Ama is uh, like uh, 60 centimeters. So as long as there are 60 centimeters to each side, and less than 10 amos from one to the other one, 10 amos is like five meters. So you have less than five meters, this area, and you have pointing to each direction 60 centimeters, then you allergically consider this ratio soyajit. You project the, the again, what do you call these guys? Um, posts. You project them, and allergically, it's like walls, like they're enclosed. So when you walk into this area, you see over there in the picture where it's already the white floor. All that white floor, because it's enclosed by these posts, is considered ratios of yachid. How do they leave the white area? Huh? How do they leave it? Because they're carrying the water, how do they get no, out? No, in there, you cannot take it out. That's like your that that's your that's what you got to drink. You can't take the water with you. No, that would be carrying. Oh, is no. Rosh Hashanah. They're pilgrims. I thought they're on the way, but they have to stop there and camp there in a way. Anyway, no, anyway, they're not traveling because it's Shabbos. Oh, true. They they they, they stay there. It's in Shabbos, but then you want to drink. You bring your camel inside of that white, white area that is enclosed by these posts, and they drink. Now, what is the argument over here? Rabbi says, but hold on. This is in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, right? So according to Rabbi Uda, if you have the Rabbin walking by it, it doesn't help. If you have multitudes walking by inside of those posts, by the white area, if you have people walking in Shabbos over there, it doesn't help. Because they're, they're breaking the, the, the principle of the enclosed. So according to Rabbi Uda, that's what the Brisa says. The Brisa says, if, if a public road was crossing in between those posts, you have to uh, tell people, divert them to walk outside of the posts. Otherwise, it's going to break, break the, the, the principle to be enclosed, to be that is Abiyuda. And Chachamim said, look in the Gemara now. Chachamim no. No, you don't need to. Even if people walk in there, it's still Rosh Hashanah. Now look in the footnotes, footnote number nine, that they bring a question. It seems to be the opposite of the previous Alaha. In the previous halacha, Rabbi said, you put two lechis in Louis Bota, and it becomes Yochid. It's in Louis Bota. People are driving over the taxi, all the taxis driving over there. Yeah, With the two lechis, Rabbi says, it's Yochid. And over here, it's the other way around. Yeah. According to Rabbi if the taxis drive through that place, it's Rabbim. Yeah. So bring over there, the, the, the Gemara answers over there, that to Rabbi the two full walls are so important that once you have two full walls, even, even if people drive through it, doesn't cancel the, the concept to be private. 
But according to, to Chachamim, two walls is not good enough. Now, over here, according to Chachamim, the posts are four. So they already make four walls. So according to Chachamim, once you have four walls, even if a multitude goes through it, it's okay. According to Rav Yuda, these are not four walls. These are only four posts. You don't have full walls. So according to Rav Yuda, this, this wouldn't count. When we had two lechis, these ones are four. No, not two lechis. You had two walls and then two lechis. Yeah, so according to Rabiuda, because you had two walls, that's good enough. And then the two lechis just symbolically makes it into four. But the two proper walls, even the multitude dry by, doesn't cancel to be considered yochi, uh, to be considered private. According to Chachamim, um, you only have two. Over here, you have four. So, Rabbi, he was involved in the other one, the two lechis with the two walls. Did he comment on that process? Yeah, it's the same review, though. Yeah, that's the, 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 the disagreement. So, could you remove these two? No, you don't have to remove them because they're, they're, they're opposite. You want to keep them. You want to make it. Um, but, but according to Rabbi Uda, you could remove them. No, no. According to Rabbi Uda, if you want to make it proper, make it a proper wall. Make it proper. Two walls. Oh, one wall, one wall. Make it a and wall. Then, a lechi, lechi. Then, then, no, then wall, wall. And according to Rabiuda, even if people walk by, then it's not a problem. But you have to be wall, wall. Just to have four posts wouldn't be enough. So going back to Gemara. No, again. So let's do something. Let me just continue, and then we'll review together the footnotes. Is is the bottom of footnote number nine? Okay, thanks. So, so, okay. so, so again, why in this part of the price I came to tell us this is Rashi Sarabing Gemara to exclude the opinion of Raviuda regarding this spring of water that even if that if the people walk by it, according to Rabiu, that would be Rashi Sarabin. According to Chachamino, even the people walk, walk through the four posts, is not Rashi Sarabin. That's why they say only the previous one, which is a platia, which is a plaza, and a highway, those are Rashi Sarabin. But this enclosing four posts is not Rashi Sarabin. Okay, the Gemara says. Uh -huh. No, no, this, I'm sorry, not Gumura. This is uh, only the previous Arashu Sarabim, not this one. Okay. Says the Gemura, Why the previous examples of the Braisa, they have been called a complete Arashu Sarabim? Says the Gemura, you're right. Over here, it wasn't necessary the word complete because it doesn't come to it to, 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 to teach or to add anything. It just by for symmetry of poetry. I did the Tana Reisha Gemura, since in the previous case we did need to tell us only those are Gemura. Over here, Tana Nami is safe Gemura. Use the word Gemura complete, even though you don't, you, you don't really need it. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to ask a question. Now, in the examples of the, the Braisa, of what is the Reisha Sarabim, the Braisa said a plaza, a highway, but this Braisa didn't say the desert. 
Belachev Nami Midbar. Why doesn't include over here that the desert, the wilderness, is also Reshus Arabi? Why? The Atania, there's another Braisa that does include the desert. Ezu Reshus Arabim, what is a public domain? Sratia, a highway, Platia, a plaza, Gdola, a big plaza, Mevois and Mefulashim, also the open highways, the open, no highways, the open streets. The Amidbar and the desert. So in another Braisa, they include in the list of public domains the desert, and this one doesn't. Amaravaye Lokasha, this is not a, a, a contradiction. Can Bisman Shisrael shouldn't be Midbar? Can Bisman Azeh? No. When the desert is a Reshus Arabim, only when the Jewish people were in the desert 3,300 years ago. But nowadays, the desert is not the Reshus Arabim. There were 600,000 Jews. Exactly. So look in the footnotes. So, why Abraham is telling me what happened 3,000 years ago? I need to know Allah today. I won't go back in the, 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 to the past. So, Gemara says, no, it comes to teach you a very important principle. If nowadays you have an open place, like in those days, that many, many people have access to that place, like in those days in the desert, then it will be considered a Reshus Arabi. Okay, let's continue. Okay, um, says the Gemara. Amar Mar, let's continue with the Braisa. If he brought out from one domain to the other, if it was inadvertently, inadvertently he didn't do it on purpose, he's going to be liable a, a sin offering. If he does it on purpose, Veniskal, he's going to be either kares, um, uh, cut off his soul, and with the witnesses, going to be niskal, stoning. So says Gemara, Beshoge Chayav, Chatos, Pshita. If he did it inadvert inadvertently, that is going to be liable for the Korban Chatos, Pshita. It's obvious. We all know uh, from different uh, portions of the Torah, any sin. There would be kares that if it done in purpose, the punishment is for the soul to be cut off. Mm. If it's done beshege inadvertently, it's going to be chatas. So why the brasen is to tell me this regarding otzah? Says the Gemara, you're right. For that we don't need to t teach you that. But what is the chiddush? The amazing. The chiddush is when a person does this in purpose, that is anush kares veniskal itzrichale. That, that is the Hidush. That if you do, the, do it on purpose, you carry on purpose from private, private to public, or public to private, with witnesses, with a warning. If it was no warning or no witnesses, caris. And warning and witnesses, skila, stoning. So that is also obvious, we, I mentioned today, we have from the Mekoshesh Eitzim, the person that was gathering wood in the, in the wilderness that was put to death by stoning. It's, it's, it's explicit in the Chumash. No. You know, you're right. Do you know what this place is coming to teach us? The following. Kederav, 
de Amarab. Like the following teaching of Rav. Rav said following Matasi, I found Megillah's story. Megillah's story means before it was permitted to write the, the Torah, because we have the written Torah, which is the Tanakh, the Bible. But then the oral Torah, it was orally. And orally means it was even prohibited to write it down. So it needs to be kept orally. So if people needed to write something not to forget it, but they couldn't publicize it, it was called Megillah's Storim, a scroll or a book, secret, a secret book. You can have your secret notes about something. But once Rabbi Udanasi made a decree that not to forget the Torah, we can print it. From then on, the written Torah has been even printed. So these were like the, the, the oral Torah. Yeah, the the Gemara and the Mishnah, we have books. I'm saying before, the, the, this would be like a brass. Exactly, like brilliant, yes. Like before it was, before I read and I said, grow the Mishnah, yeah. he would be a price or something. Because they all had their own notes and they used to sit in. Yeah. So yeah. this would be someone's notes. Exactly. Of whom? Bey Ravichia, of his uncle Ravichia. Remember in Brachos we had many times, uh, even here, beginning of Shabbos, we have a Ravichia teaching some Musar to Rav, his nephew. So says Ravi, I found this hidden book oh, in the yeshiva of Ravichia, or in the house of Ravichia, Bekasuba. And this is what is written over there. Isi ben Yehuda, this rabbi called Isi, the son of Yehuda, Omer. He said like this, Avos Melachos Mem, Abos Melachos are 40, Chaser Achas, less one. This is the way we describe it, 40 minus one, 39. Veno Chaya Velo Achas, and a person is only, is only liable for one. That is, this is what it was taught over there. So the Gemara wants to understand what he means by that. Aini, what do you mean by that? The Asnan, the Mishnah says, later on, Abos Melachos Arbaim Chaser Achas, Abos Melachos are 40 minus 1, and the Gemora wants to understand why the Mishnah over there needed to tell us how many they are. Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan explained that Mishnah, that if a person by mistake does transgresses the 39 Melachos without realizing he was doing something wrong. Let's say he was convinced this is Sunday. Sometimes you wake up and you're a little bit out of, out of the place, right? So a person wakes up on Shabbos morning and he's a bit confused and he thinks today is Sunday. And he goes and before noticing that it's Shabbos, he transgresses the 39 Melachos. Every single one. He is liable for all of them. When somebody comes and tells you, you know what? You are a missionary. You cooked, you baked, you growed, you did stitch, is, is, is stitching, a garment. You begin to 39 melachas and today is Shabbos. And the guy faints out of shock. And when they wake him up, 
He said, I thought it was Sunday. Now he's, he needs to bring the next day, when there's a bit of Migdash, 39 korbanos, 39 sin offerings. So how can you tell me previously that according to Isa ben Yehuda, he only has to bring one if he transgresses the entire 39? Okay? no. You know what he meant? No, what he meant is from all those 39, there's one that he's not Hayav Skila. Yeah. There's 39 Melachos. But on one of them, a person is not liable for stoning. But he doesn't know which one. So our Brisa came to tell us, No, 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 no. Otza, we have no doubt that if a person does Otza on Shabbos, taking out or bringing in, he's for sure liable of skila. So that is what the Mishnah, the Brisa came to tell us. Again, we had a question on the Brisa. What do we need the Brisa to tell me? That uh, if you do it inadvertently is korban. And on purpose you need you have stoning, what do I need you to tell me that? So the Gemara now answers, you know why? Because from the 39 Melachos, there's one, and which we don't know which one it is, that a person is not liable skila. But the Bryce I came to tell you, no. Regarding Otsa, we're not in doubt. Regarding Otsa, we know if a person transfers, in this one for sure he gets skila. Maybe in a different one, maybe cooking, maybe writing. Maybe you don't get skila. But the Bryce I came to tell you, but if you, do, if you carry, if you transfer on Shabbos without an Eruv from, from, from private to public or public to private, the person is, punished, is going to be punished with skill. That is what the Brasa comes to tell you. Let's stop it over here.